0: Welcome into the Off the Post podcast. I'm Nick DeVoy I'm with my co-host Lucas Tashi. Today we're going to be doing our preview of the World Cup and then we're going to talk about who we think is going to win the competition followed by some World Cup bets that we have. We hope you guys enjoy the show. All right, Lucas. So we're recording this September 23rd on a Friday. Uh, it's the last kind of round of international friendlies before we get into the World Cup. I'm sure we'll talk about the World Cup a little bit more when it gets closer. But this is going to be our World Cup preview episode. And I think it's a good start.
1: It is a great start, Nick. Because um, right now, I think we have a good understanding of how the teams are going to play. Yes, we have the international friendly friendlies that are going on at the moment. We had a couple games go on yesterday, one today. Uh, but for the most part, we have a good gist of how the teams will perform Uh, and how the teams will line up, especially with, but things could happen. Players can get injured. That can change the whole implications of the whole tournament. So like Nick said, we'll we'll keep everybody up to date. But for now, I think this is a great time to just do our World Cup previews. Because again, there's no break from club soccer to World Cup. They go pretty much straight into it. They probably have five days that they can practice with their team and go straight into the World Cup, which is just unbelievably horrific for players, coaches, and, okay, I'm going to hold off my hot take, but we'll we'll get into this.
0: Yeah, and I, I want to just piggyback off of what you said, right? I think normally what ends up happening, right, is they they have a couple of friendlies, and then they also spend a couple of weeks together in camp to to get some sort of familiarity. Now, obviously, national teams kind of play – Uh, together pretty consistently it's really rare to get totally new call-ups like this late and this close to the start of the World Cup so I I just really think that I totally agree with you and I also feel like we're going to be talking about a lot of injuries that occur in this World Cup that will impact the club season that is going to occur right when we get back right like I would not be surprised if there were some injuries that occurred here just due to burnout And that ruled some players out for the rest of the season. It's not something I hope for, but it's something that I kind of expect to happen here with the amount of games in such a short amount of time, especially with the club season being packed on the back end. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so let's get the actual dates in order. The last club game across all the big leagues will be November 13th. The first World Cup game will be November 19th. So that means the players and the managers have six days to travel to Qatar, which one, we've already talked about how horrific it is to have a World Cup there. It's all FIFA with their greed. But travel to Qatar, settle in, get acquainted with everybody, have three to four training sessions, and then boom, the first game is on November 19th. I feel really, really, really bad for the teams that are playing on the 20th and the 19th because they only have six or seven days. So that's group A and group B, which we'll get into. The rest of the teams have a a really, really good advantage of having more time to spend with their uh, team. So it's really unfortunate the way that they had to do it. I had no other way of seeing how you can do it, but it really doesn't, it, it sucks. It just sucks.
0: No, and I agree with you 100%, right? I, I'm looking at the actual uh, schedule. I believe the opening ceremony is the the 19th, right? But the actual first game is the, the 20th with Qatar and Ecuador playing. Did they move this up from what I've heard? Okay, Again, That's what I they, Qatar
1: complained that they weren't the first game and they weren't alone because typically, like, the host nation has the first game. They have it just by themselves. But... This time around, Qatar was supposed to play on the 20th. They had asked for them to play on the uh, 19th to be, like, the lone game, that, like, starter game. Um,
0: so, yeah, just uh, – it's frustrating. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely feel that. I think, Lucas, that we should probably just start by getting into the groups, right, because we're speaking of Qatar anyway. They're in Group A. So yep. – this- This group is going to be headlined, like you said, first match is going to be Qatar-Ecuador. Ecuador, Ecuador, there was talks of people complaining about uh, one of the players on Ecuador, right? And uh, there are different FAs that came out that stated that they kind of wanted Ecuador kicked out of the World Cup, which I think is kind of crazy, right? Because the story is that there was this one player that, uh, that basically plays for Ecuador that's actually Colombian And that kind of invalidated their whole qualification process and their punishment. But I kind of feel like that's overblown, really. There should be some sort of punishment. I definitely agree with that. I don't know what that punishment should really be, to be quite honest with you. But I feel like we're digressing here, right? The group, group A, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. Uh, I think clearly the two teams here are Senegal and Netherlands. Yeah. Right, I think Ecuador yeah. is is a decent team. I think Qatar is definitely going to finish last, in my opinion. Maybe they'll get a point their opening game. Maybe they'll shock people and they'll actually win. I don't really know, but I don't feel like that squad is really on par with the other three. And I just feel like I just feel like Senegal, out of all the teams coming out of Africa, is probably the one that's built to go the furthest. Well, Senegal is coming
1: off of the Africa Nations. Uh trophy where they beat Egypt in the finals Uh, with Sadio Mane leading that line, I think they have a good chance at finishing second. Going to the Netherlands, they are looking really good under Louis van Gaal. They have a strong back three, strong midfield, and their attack is really getting into it. Uh, If they can stay healthy, they really have a great chance at going far in this tournament. I see them easily finishing first with three wins out of three, potentially getting a draw
0: against Senegal, but I don't see them losing a game in this in this group. And I agree with you. I, they've been unbeaten basically for a whole year now, right? Yep. Uh, I'm looking at their, the teams that they've beaten along the way too. They beat Norway 2-0. They beat Denmark 4-2. They drew with Germany. They smacked Belgium 4-1, beat Wales, drew with Poland, beat Wales again, then beat Poland. Right? Yeah. So they're playing Belgium in a couple of days. It's obviously a uh, UEFA Nations League game. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if their unbeaten streak ends. But the whole point is uh, they're going to probably go further than people expect because their team, although they have some star players, they're kind of, like, lacking a little bit up front, in my opinion. I still think that they're a great team. And if they were a team that was, you know – the shock dark horse that came through and made it to the semifinals or even the final, I kind of would not be surprised at all by that.
1: No, I agree. Uh, honestly, like their odds are probably going to be one of the best odds to go far into the tournament. Ha- the uh, FanDuel has them at plus 1,300.
0: Okay, I think that's really good. So I think we both agree, right? Netherlands first, Senegal second, uh, Ecuador third, and Qatar fourth. Exactly. All right, perfect. Do you want to kick off Group B? Group B, 1776, all over again, the Revolutionary
1: War, USA versus England versus Iran versus Wales. Well, actually, there's three of these four nations have actually been in a war against each other, which is <laughs> wild. <laughs> um, okay, so no, a little backtracking, going back into the group. It is England, it is USA, Iran, and Wales. This is a very tough group to predict in my opinion. Um, Because England, yes, they have that star power. They have really, really good quality players. USA, if they get into the good form that they can and they play well, they have a good chance at winning this group. But after watching their performance today, again, Nick mentioned that we're recording on Friday. They had a friendly against Japan, where the USA had zero shots on target. They played horrifically. Uh, And it was, I would say, near their starting 11 as they can. Their defense looked atrocious. And I would say that if USA plays like that, they are not
0: going to finish in first or second. I agree with you 100%. I thought their performance was so bad today. I think Japan cl- like clearly clearly deserved to win and and yeah. did. And they they were actually very impressive to me. I just I you know this squad it's not like the teams that we had in 2014 or 2010, right where we felt like they they were a good kind of team unit, but they kind of lacked the star power. I feel like this USA team has a lot of stars on it, a lot of players that are playing at big clubs in Europe, and I just feel like they're just not really together. Like, I just don't feel like they're a cohesive team. And yeah. it's really tough for me to, to see them going far, to be honest with you. I would be pretty surprised if they do. As of right now, I mean... Would you be surprised if Wales finishes ahead of them? No, I, not at all. Yeah. Not at all.
1: Wales have quality. They have really good players. With Gareth Bale getting into the form that he's in now in the MLS, they are a really solid team.
0: Yeah, I agree. And they play some tough games. Like I get that they lost to to Belgium, you know, a few like yesterday and, and they lost to the Netherlands. But those were those were tight scoring games. They lost to the Netherlands 3-2. They lost to Belgium 2-1 they will be more competitive. It's their first World Cup in, you know, however many years, right? And I just feel like this is kind of Bale's last real tournament. The squad is a really tight-knit team. I think they're more cohesive than the United States is, and even maybe than England is, right, in terms of just team bonding. I know that the squads are just drastically different in terms of quality, uh, but – you know, if Wales drew with England, I would not be surprised. If they ended up beating Iran both times or they ended up, you know, beating the United States, I, I just wouldn't be surprised. For me, I totally agree with everything that you said. This is definitely the toughest group to grade. I still think England will finish first, though.
1: Uh, it depends. Because England, their, their back line is... There's so many question marks in that back line with players being off form. They're not playing well for their club or they're not playing for their club, for that matter. Uh, Harry Maguire is still in the lineup for England, still starting at the moment, yet he is not playing for his club. So that means mentally he's out of it. He's already come out, tried to leak that, oh, he's not at fault, but he's just not in the right state of mind to prove everybody wrong. So, if he starts for England, he won't, that backline won't be good. In addition to that, Trent Alexander Arnold has been the most horrific right back defensively all season. Of course, attacking wise, hey, the guy's going to be a beast. No matter what, he's going to produce numbers. But defensively, he is very weak. Uh, if he ends up starting, which I don't think Southgate is going to start him, but if he ends up starting, that right center back and right back position are going to be so vulnerable for that USA team, uh, for that England team, sorry, uh, that I can see teams just punishing them.
0: No, I agree with you. I think I think it's crazy that Ben White didn't get a call up over yeah, Harry Swire. Agreed. Ben White has been outstanding as just a right back. He's playing out of position, and he's playing really, really well, right? If you paired him with John Stones – And then you also had, you know, either Kyle Walker or Reese James on the right side and then Chilwell on the left. I think that solves so many problems. You can even put Tomori in there, right? There's so many players that are more in form compared to Maguire, and I I don't understand why he's still getting called up, uh, especially in the form that he's in. I understand Southgate wants to be loyal to his players, but at the same time, you have to be loyal to the country that you're you're managing, the country that you're in charge of. No one in England who is a fan wants to have McGuire starting for their team. If you don't start him, they can't fault you for it. No, yeah. one's gonna, no one's gonna be up on the table saying you should have started Maguire if he benches him. But if he continues to play him and they continue to underperform, right? Having lost to Hungary for nothing, mm-hmm. then to me, then people are going to call for his job because he's clearly making something that, and he's clearly doing something that the public of England disagrees with, right? He's being biased,
1: very biased.
0: Exactly, a hundred percent. And I, listen, he is. In my, I rate him higher than other English fans may rate him, and other fans in general may rate him because I always thought he's a good manager, even when he was at Millsboro. Mm-hmm. But I think he has made a lot of questionable decisions. And I think that, you know, there's too much quality in this team for them to not at least get to the quarterfinals. And barring the matchup, go all the way to the final.
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, I think the furthest this team goes, though, is probably the quarterfinals. I agree. I I don't think they'll go further than the the quarters, just given the squad that they have. Um, The difficulty that this group possesses, because... In the Euros, they went far because they had a fairly easy run to the finals and then same can be said for the World Cup in 2018 where they went to the semifinals. Easy runs both times and they just didn't do anything about it. Um, But predictions wise, this is very tough. I can see Wales, USA and England all finishing one, two and three. I see the US finishing first, I see Wales finishing first. I see England finishing first, um, and then vice versa. All all three positions, all three teams can go into any three positions, in my opinion. Yeah, you have
0: Iran last. I do. Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, they're a good team. They're very tough. Uh, they will get points, I think, from this group. They will. They will at least draw with some teams here. I'm. i I'm, I'm saying that right now. I think they're very sound th- defensively as well. So I, I, I kind of agree with you as far as who finishes second i'll have no idea mm-hmm. uh, but this is this is definitely one of the toughest groups to rate yeah going into group c we have argentina saudi arabia mexico and poland so i really like this group to be quite honest because listen argentina has been smashing it right they've been smashing it and their squad is very impressive they, sh- they should be one of the favorites to win this tournament, very clearly. But they have to finish first here. Because if they do not finish first, then I don't think they will make it past the round of 16. And I will tell you why, Lucas. Okay. They will not make it past the round of 16 because they're gonna if they finish second, they're going to play the winners of Group D. Who are going to be the winners of Group D? It's going to be right. France. It's going to be France. And France... Will ragdoll them because they have historically played really well against Argentina, and I—I I mean, I, I'm being dramatic by saying ragdoll them. It'll be competitive, but France will likely win this game if they play. So for me, Argentina—if they make it first—they will definitely go far because they're going to play either Australia, Denmark, or Tunisia, right? And any of those teams, they would be a huge favorite for. So to me, they have to finish first here. If they don't, then I feel like uh, it's going to be horrific for them. But
1: like, I mean, the same could be said for any of the top teams in like for England, for example, you could say that about them. If they finish second, they'll get Netherlands
0: and they'll get ragdolled by Netherlands. I don't think they'll get ragdolled by Netherlands, though. I think it's competitive. I think the gap between France and a lot of other teams in terms okay, how of about match-
1: how about Group E and F, where it's Germany and Spain and Group E,
0: and they'll face Brazil. Uh, br- uh, sorry, Belgium. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get into this, right? I, I mean, that's the same thing. I will say the same thing for these other teams. A lot of the, what dictates who wins the World Cup is the matchups, like you said yeah. before. You know what I mean? And and that's why I'm saying that. I have no doubt that they'll finish first. They've just been in such good form, and their squad is really talented. I don't really see any initial weaknesses. They've also been unbeaten for a while now, too. You know what I mean? And they've played some really good teams along the way. They played Italy, they played Colombia, they played Chile, they, they Uruguay, you know, they beat all these teams listed. They beat Brazil earlier in like in the Copa America final, right? To win that trophy. So there's so many different things that they have done that's been really well for them so far this year. I just feel like, you know, the pressure is going to be on here for them. It's going to be really on here for them because this team, in my opinion, is better than the team that made the final in 2014.
1: Yeah, and I think this team's winning it all. You think so? Yeah, that. so <laughs> I really do th- think this team is winning it all. Uh, this could be Messi's last World Cup. This is the best team that, like you said, this is the best team that they've had the entire career that he's played. Like, yes, he's had uh, the star power up top, but from start to middle to defense, like, this is the best team that he's had for sure. Uh, And that's why I think Argentina should easily win this group because Poland, besides Lewandowski, are mid. Mexico, mid. Lost to USA, very mid. Argentina should... I, I think they should top the group with at least two wins. Maybe they'll take uh, a loss against Mexico or Poland. But they should, in the form that they're in, easily top the group. And once they win the group, if they win the group, that form is just going to continue because then they fit, face Denmark or Australia, and then they just continue on and on. And I think once the form is there, going to Messi's playing fantastic football right now. As a cam where he's more of a distributor rather than a goal scorer. And now they have players that he can help and develop. Like they have a lot of young talent that they can really do wonders. Uh, Both Martinez is the new guys, Martinez in uh, goalie, and then Lissandra Martinez in center back, who's been an incredible form that's going to be very important for them because typically they have not had a good defense or a good goalkeeper. And now they, since they have that, they're able to keep those clean sheets. They're not going to concede four goals like they did against France. And you've seen that in the games. No, so I as we speak. I'm putting 25 bucks on
0: Argentina to win the world cup. No, I agree. They have they have the chance to make it so far. If they if they finish first, right? Assuming England finishes first, I think they end up beating England, right? If yeah. they make it. The the real game for me and this all kind of depends on Brazil and what they do, but we could be looking at Argentina Brazil in the semifinals of the World Cup, and that is the thing that's really it's very similar to you know, when France and Belgium played in the semifinal and, in, in, you know, I believe it was 2018 from what I remember. And a lot of people felt like that was actually the real final at that point in that World Cup because those two teams were so stacked against one another. I'm just really excited to see how this plays out for them. And uh, it's, it's like we said before, it's the matchups. And if they finish first, they had the chance to get far because they'll be playing the winners of, you know, uh, the winners of the the match from group A and runners up in group B, I believe. And so that that really tells me that they have a chance to to go far. Actually, yeah, even if English England finishes first, they, they don't play England. They'll play most likely the Netherlands or the runners up of group B, which could be the US or Wales. So, you know, it's just it's just set up for them to do really well so far. And I'm super excited for it.
1: Yeah. Um In terms of second place, I think it's a toss-up between Mexico and Poland. I edge Mexico as the better overall team, but I can see Poland sneaking one out because of Lewandowski and the form that he's in. But uh, I would say Mexico finishes second, and then Poland finishes third.
0: Okay, I'm on the opposite. I think Poland finishes second, Mexico finishes third. Uh, I know Poland has lost some games, you know, recently. Uh, they played a lot of tough competition, but at the same time, Mexico, kind of, whenever they play a big team, it's it's not like I've been impressed. I think we yep. both agree the two games that those two teams play against one another is going to be the thing that determines who goes through. So I think with that being said, we can move on to Group D if you want to give the names on that.
1: Yeah, so Group D, I mean, we, we touched on this already, but uh, we both predict France is going to win this group. So let's start off with France. Then you have Australia, Tunisia, and Denmark. The comeback kids, the sweetheart story, the Cinderella story from the Euro 2020, Denmark is back. They just look really good in my opinion. I think the top two teams here are far superior than the bottom two teams.
0: Uh, Yeah, I agree with you. I think Denmark has a lot of talent and it's gonna be very clear for me that France and Denmark go through
1: here yep easy 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 peasy um group e no
0: No, you can go through group E.
1: okay perfect uh group E. I also touched upon this honestly like we're just going all over the place but group e we have spain germany probably gonna finish top two then costa rica and japan but after watching japan play today they're not gonna be a cakewalk whatsoever that team is very stout defensively they play this gagging pressing that is just fantastic to watch where they're just pressing you and making you make mistakes. And if Spain or and Germany can't play from the back, they're going to have trouble. I don't expect Spain to have as much trouble than Germany, but I can see both teams struggling. Uh, so I can see Japan actually, if there was a shocker in this group, it would be Japan to finish second and one of the top two teams to finish outside the top two. But again, prediction is probably going to be Germany first, Spain second, Japan, and then Costa Rica, in my opinion.
0: No, I agree with you. I I know that Spain is ranked higher. Uh, I know that they've been in a little bit more in form compared to to Germany, but Hansi Flick hasn't lost a game since he's taken over. And I think that he kind of has more to work with up front than Spain does. I know that Spain's back line, their goalkeeping, you know, their midfield is very, very top tier and super competitive. But I just I have concerns with who they play up front, right, and whether these players can actually get the job done on the biggest stage. I don't really have that thought about Germany. We all know how Thomas Muller performed at the world cup man's an absolute monster yeah no doubt about it that he is a monster and i think he's gonna continue to to bang in goals especially in this group so i have germany finishing first and spain finishing second as well yep all right i like it you want to run off on group f yeah so group f we got belgium our our friends from up north canada morocco and croatia i think this group is actually really really competitive Lucas uh, I know that Belgium will finish you know first or second they'll end up qualifying for sure I do not know who the other qualifying team will be I'm leaning towards Croatia just because but I feel like Canada they have talent and this is their first World Cup in like 50 years or something like that something crazy yeah and I think that there's Canada is super prideful they've in my opinion been the best team in the CONCACAF conference and i know that the u.s has more talent and everything but i just feel like canada was more impressive to me uh during qualifying campaigns and everything like that i just think that croatia just even though they're old they're still really talented and they're experienced having been to the finals. so i'll just have to ha- have them slotted as qualifying with belgium
1: yeah uh I love Canada, actually, and I think they're my sleeper of the entire tournament. Alfonso Davies, Jonathan David, they're very young, and they haven't been on a stage like this, so they have nothing to lose. This is the first time, like you mentioned, Canada's been in the World Cup for so long. They're going to go out there and play with so much heart, so I can see them actually finishing second in this group, and the reason for that is just because Croatia, they're just aging. And it's going to be a lot for them to play that many games, the three games, in that short of a period. And I can see Canada's youth really show here and their heart really show. So uh, I do believe Belgium is going to finish first. They're clearly the best team in the group. But then I actually think Canada is going to finish
0: second and then Croatia third. I think think that's fair. I still lean towards Croatia because... They've just been in more form, right? They they drew with France, they beat Croatia, they went back and beat France, and then they beat Denmark over the past, you know, couple of months. So I just I feel like it's possible. I would not be shocked if Canada finishes second, but I just think that Croatia having the experience. I understand that there's going to be a lot of games, but they still have a lot of l- young talent, right? Josko G- uh, Garial from Leipzig, he's a Croatian center back you know, Chelsea was rumored to having agreed like a 90 million euro fee for, for him. He's super talented. He's going to move to a big team. I can't rule out Kovacic and Modric playing well. brazovic as well. You know, Kovacic and brazovic they're both in their late 20s. They're not like our boy Luka, who's 37 years old. Which uh, is. Yeah. Uh, I just think that there's still talent here. And I think that We'll have to see, but I, I just, I wouldn't bet against them.
1: No, I, I definitely wouldn't bet against them. But I, I just really like Canada to, uh, at least like, put up a really big fight and definitely somewhat edge out, uh, Croatia. But we'll see.
0: Tell us about your boys, Lucas.
1: My boys, Group G: Switzerland, Brazil, Serbia, and Cameroon. Somehow, Switzerland, Brazil, and Serbia always end up in the same group 2018 they were in the same group and now again they're in the same group Switzerland had Brazil in 2014 too so this is three World Cups in a row that Switzerland and Brazil have been in the same group they somehow have been able to like get some points out of Brazil I'm not sure if that's going to be the case now with how strong this Brazil side is and you know it's Neymar World Cup season He's been in the form of his life. He is banging in goals left and right for PSG, assisting so many goals, and their team just looks out of this world at the moment. So I see Brazil top in the group for sure, but then it's going to be a toss-up between Serbia and Switzerland, and whoever wins that last game on uh, December 1st between Serbia and Switzerland, that, in my opinion, is when it decides who's going to finish in second.
0: Yeah man, I mean I just I just got to say this Brazil team is so so stacked. It's <laughs> so crazy to me. Like you don't understand how many good players that are playing on this team and how many of them are actually in really good form. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I just like Alisson and Ederson, both of these <laughs> both of these goalkeepers, you could start either of them, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're both in my opinion, you know, two of the top five goalkeepers in the world right now, just based off of form. Thiago Silva, He, I know he's 38. He's still giving it to you. Marquinhos, Militao, Renan Lodi, you know, Bremer, Casemiro, Paqueta, Fabinho, Bruno Guimaraes, Neymar, Roberto Firmino, Richarlson, Vinicius Jr., Rafinha, Rodrigo. I mean, Anthony. Anthony. I mean, come on, man. It's just, unreal, bro. Um, You have, like, Vinicius Jr. could start for any club team in the world right now, may not even get into the Brazilian national team starting lineup. As crazy as that sounds, you know, this team is so cohesive. They've been smashing people left and right, Lucas, ever since they lost to the the Copa America final, right? And they had their chances, they could have won this game. I'm just going to read to you what they've done uh, this year from October onwards. They beat Venezuela at 3-1, drew with Colombia, smashed Uruguay 4-1, beat Colombia again, 1-0, drew with Argentina, drew with Ecuador. Then this is where it gets crazy. Beat Paraguay 4-0. Beat Chile, 4-0. Beat Bolivia, 4-0. Beat South Korea, 5-1. Beat Japan, 1-0. They're gonna play Ghana as well tomorrow, or not tomorrow, actually, later today. I don't I, I think they'll cover the spread. Whatever the spread is, they'll cover it. You know what I mean? uh they're gonna finish top of the group no doubt in my mind Uh, i got your boys finishing second i wouldn't be surprised though if serbia gets that second spot because they played really well they beat portugal you know recently i think in in the qualifying rounds in the group stage of the world cup uh and i think they also took another point off of them so to me i got brazil finishing first i'll get switzerland in their second because they always seem to perform At this stage of the World Cup, they just know what to do here. And then I'll have Serbia finishing third and Cameroon finishing fourth. But I expect all these teams to get points off of each other, except maybe Brazil, who might just run the table here.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, All these teams should get points from each other. Uh, It's going to be a very, very, very typical matchup for all of them. Um, But like you said, Brazil is going to be like, just destroying everybody. What's funny is, may I just jump in? Back in 2017, before the 2018 World Cup, I gave my predictions for the 2018 World Cup, the 2022 World Cup, and the 2026 World Cup. 2018 World Cup, I predicted that France would win. Check. 2022 (laughs) World Cup, any guesses of who I said? Well,
0: 2022 is this World Cup, right? So Argentina.
1: No, no. Yeah, but who who did you think I said back in 2017? Who would win the 2022 World Cup? Oh, um,
0: did you say Switzerland? I don't even know. No, Brazil. I said Brazil. Yeah, okay.
1: So Brazil, and then in 2026, I said that Italy will win the World Cup.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're saying in 2017 you made all three of these predictions. I see what you're saying. So okay. if
1: Brazil wins this World Cup... Mark my words, put money right away for the 2026 World Cup that Italy's going to win it.
0: Okay, you got it. 100%. I'm down. Why not? Uh, All right, man. I think we're going to go into the last group. So, group H features Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea. This is pretty tight. It's a lot tighter than people think, you know. Portugal, clearly the most talented team, but they have – Uh, not a good coach right i understand fernando santos won them the the euros right and he was the manager in charge uh but portugal kind of had a lackluster world cup campaign later on in 2020 and i just i just or 2018 sorry and i just feel like their biggest weakness is their head coach if they had someone like jose Mourinho or bruno lag you know someone who is up-and-coming and smart and tactically sound and not afraid to make bold decisions. They would be the clear favorite to win this group. I still feel like I'm going to pick them to qualify, and I'm going to pick Uruguay as well, Lucas.
1: I am with you, but I can see South Korea putting up a really good fight. Um, with Yeoman Sun, he's now getting into the like good form that he's been. I can see him leading them to a second place finish uh yeah i i agree with you about portugal because they have such really good talent and this is going to be ronaldo's last world cup but man if they don't get
0: situated coaching wise i don't know how far they can go yeah i totally agree with you i maybe they have all the talent to win these games right but uh I I wouldn't be surprised if they finished first. I also wouldn't be surprised if they finished third. So I think that's where we're at here. Uh, The the way these groups are set up, though, there's so many things that benefit a lot of these teams here. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like in this situation, and I I have to double-check this. Yeah. So I think in this situation, we're really looking kind of at a Brazil-Argentina semifinal, right? So your your pick is for, and we're going to get into picks. I think this is a good transition. Your pick is for Argentina to win. I just, my gut is saying Brazil here. I know that they're the favorites. I understand. It's been so long since they won a World Cup. I just feel like this team that I, I have seen, and this, it's it's not that they have like no weaknesses, Lucas, it's like that they have, world-class players at every single position starting for them and then some yeah and to me me, this is like this is a very special team right this is a very special team just because of the talent that they have and i just think that this this is probably going to be their year if this team doesn't win it if, if if this team specifically doesn't win it i don't know what Brazilian team will win it? Because I I can't remember a squad as good as this since they won the World Cup in like 2000, uh, 2002, I think.
1: Yeah, 2002. Yeah, I mean, 2018 Lucas said Brazil.
0: 2022
1: yeah. Lucas is saying Argentina because I want uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm making my prediction with my heart because I want to see Messi go out on top with that World Cup. If he goes out on top with that World Cup, his legacy will be stamped, sealed, approved as the greatest of all time. Nobody can deny that. Right now, the only thing that's holding people back from saying that he's the best of all time is a World Cup. He gets that Argentina, boom, approved by everybody that he's the greatest of all time. So yeah. that, maybe I'm saying it with my heart. My brain is saying Brazil because, like you said, everything you said is 100% correct. However, with that, I also don't like betting on, like, the full favorites. Like, they're I'm plus here.
0: 500. I know. I know. But you that speaks to how good they are, that they are plus plus five 500 on here. And, listen, France, I, I understand France has all the talent in the world, but there's just so much drama going on with that camp over there that that's why I, I wouldn't pick them. And they already won the World Cup in 2018. It's really hard to repeat as World Cup champions, and I just feel like this team specifically with Brazil—they're hungry. They—they they feel like they need to get one. They don't have the pressures of playing in Brazil like they did, you know, previously. And I just feel like this is their this is their time, man. I I just think that this is the this is the squad to do it. And I know that they're their favorites. Uh, I wish that they were plus like eight hundred, because I would one hundred percent bet on them at eight to one, yeah. five to one. Too tough. Uh, too tough for me to want to bet that i would want to see if the odds change past the group stage you know because sometimes depending on the matchup they they alter uh at the same time i don't know i'm i'm head and heart is just saying uh saying brazil and i'm also one of the people that to me messi isn't the greatest of all time uh because he has not won a world cup and i also you know just his resume speaks for himself yeah he, he is a phenomenal player. I don't feel like you can have a conversation with anybody about football or soccer, depending on whatever country you're in. You know, if they don't feel like he's a good player, anybody that says that he's not good or he even that he's not amazing, it doesn't know what they're talking about because he's clearly that and more. It's just historically, I look at players like Maradona, his story and Pele's story. You know, I, I want to put him up there and I want to put Ronaldo up there as well. you right. We're ruling out Portugal. They still have the talent if they want it. Would I be shocked? Yeah, I would. But but at the same time, they have the talent to do it. Um, but like either both of these players have won a major trophy in their country's conference. Mm-hmm. They're missing that World Cup. Both of them are missing that World Cup. Right. And I cannot declare one better than the other without it. And I can't put them in that pantheon of all time great players, that club of two, right? To me, it's a club of two. Yeah. Uh, Can't put either of them in there without one. So we'll see what ends up happening. I think we should just probably get into our bets. Don't you think?
1: Can I say something on that? Um, If you're thinking about betting France for this World Cup, I would recommend not doing that because each of the last. Three World Cup winners have been knocked out prior to the group, have been knocked out in the group stage, meaning they haven't finished first or second. So I wouldn't say for them to not finish first or second in this group, because yes, I, I still think they will finish first or second. But I think, given everything going on, Pogba being injured, Conte being older, not having a midfield. I don't see them going far in this tournament. If they go to the round of 16, they're not going to win that round of 16 matchup, in my opinion. I think they're either going to get upset or I think they can finish second in the group and face England and lose. But I would... If France were to not get through the group stage, I would not be surprised.
0: Oh, I think France will definitely get through the group stage. Uh, Yeah, I do. I think that they should not be bet on to win the world cup though i agree with you on that it's very hard to repeat you know very few teams have done it and i also just feel like there's just so many really really talented teams from top to bottom here i could tell you right now just speaking about brazil the only team i can see them losing to just matchup wise is argentina i really i really like mean that uh and and that's why it's just a tough decision right I just think that Brazil beats everybody else. I, I think that whoever they line up against, whether it be Belgium later on, you know, if if England plays Argentina, and this is another thing, I can see some scenario where England comes out of it with a shock win. I, I cannot picture them ever beating Brazil. This Brazilian team, I can't picture it. Argentina is the only one that I can see that can beat them. If they beat them and make, them, make it to the final, then... You know, obviously, it'll just depend on who they play in that final, whether or not they they can win it. They were, I believe that when they played Germany, it was super tight, right? When they lost in 2014, I just think that uh, for Brazil, it's just it's just a totally different thing for me, and uh, and I'm excited to see what happens, honestly, with them because I want to watch every single game that they play while I'm working, while I'm on call, while I'm on meetings. You know, it's it's just the awesome part about the World Cup is that there's a game every day. at least in the beginning, up until we get to the group stages. So, I think with that being said, Lucas, I'm I'm sure your value bet is probably Argentina at plus seven hundred as well, right? To win it. Yeah, uh, I as we were talking, I put in two bets already
1: um, for futures. One is Argentina to win it, hundred percent. I'm I'm really backing that uh, plus seven hundred. Really good odds. Uh, but again, all these are long shots. Like you don't know what's gonna happen. I'm just betting with my heart at that moment, trying, wanting them to win. Um, I really like it. Their are team solid. As Nick said, they are the team that really can beat Brazil. So if they can beat Brazil, what's to say that they can't beat any other team?
0: No, I totally agree with you. And listen, just to give you an idea, and, and a lot of this has to do with the group stage matchups, right? Brazil is plus 250 just to make the final. You know what I mean? Like how that's ridiculous, right? They're plus two fifty. France is and England are the next closest at plus two ninety and plus three hundred. So for I mean for Brazil, Argentina is plus four ten, and you know for for Brazil to to be plus two fifty, I think is is crazy. Uh, to reach <laughs> to reach the quarterfinals, minus two twenty, same as with uh same as with France, Uh and a lot, like I said to to. A lot of this is just the the setup, right? Brazil to reach the semifinals. I, uh, so I love this bet. It's plus one forty, even odds here. I don't like I don't like Brazil to win it uh, as of right now. But if I had to bet, I would pick them. Who do you have to win the Golden Boot? Lucas? That was my second bet, and I really, really,
1: really like this bet. Tommy, Neymar, plus fourteen hundred.
0: Me too.
1: Okay. Like, come on, dude. He's been on a roll. He's on penalties. The reason uh, Harry Kane won Golden Boot in the World Cup was because of penalties. Neymar on the stacked team, he is going to score so many goals. He is going to play either next to Gabriel Jesus, right behind Gabriel Jesus,
0: or whatever it may be. Like, he is gonna score so much I agree with you I I have Neymar at plus 1400 as well really love that bet love Thomas Muller at plus 5000 I don't know I don't know I just he he's he's special when he you don't expect him to do it he'll do it again so I, I like see. him at, I like him at plus 5000 um there's other bets that I really like. First-time winner as yes is my is uh is plus 175 and no is minus 270. I really like the no here, but if I know if I bet this no, then a first-time winner will definitely win it. Like somehow Portugal will just shit house their way all the way to the final and win on like a one nothing goal by some sub no one ever even knew played for the Portuguese national team. Um, but first-time winner, I like to bet for no at minus 270. And there's – I mean, there's a lot of different bets that you can do. They have England team top scorer on FanDuel, Harry Kane minus 155. I really like that as well. You know what I mean? Because the other teams, like the other players – may
1: I just jump in? I think I have the best bet of the entire tournament. All right, tell me. The winning confederation. Do you have any guesses? Don't look. Do you have any guesses at – as to what is favorites? Uh,
0: I mean, I accidentally looked as soon as you said it because I okay. saw it. So I, I, I have to be honest. I mean, I'm sure you also like the convo, that. I think we're yeah. just going to vote like that plus 250. I really like that as well. UA5 minus 320. I mean, I understand because there's a lot of European nations in this that people think can win, but I just think, I think this is South America's year, man. I agree. I think this is South America's year it's just a given and if you look at the the winners of the world cup right for it's been a run of european teams all the way up until brazil right and even then even then in the past you know past four world cups all european teams then it was brazil then it was france Ah, uh, ninety-four Brazil and Germany. So really, only the Brazil national team has won a World Cup all the way back to nineteen eighty-six, where Argentina won it. And I just think that, I just think that they're due for one man. They're due. They are
1: due. And
0: uh,
1: I'm excited. So my hot take earlier. This is going to be the worst worst World Cup for many reasons. Okay. Footballing, it's not going to be the best, because players are not going to want to go in as hard, given their club career. They will go in hard because they're representing their country, yes. But footballing, it's it's going to be very difficult to maintain that level of performance. It's not going to be as high-scoring as a normal World Cup would be. It's not going to be as fun or as entertaining on the pitch, in my opinion, as a normal World Cup would be, given the short time period that they have. That's one reason. Two, the fan experience is gonna be absolutely horrendous. There's only gonna be beer in some areas. They've officially banned beer and they've only allowed a certain designation of spots that can sell beer and you can only have it there. Like what? The fans are gonna hate it. The fans aren't gonna be drunk. The best part is looking at, at the crowd and you'll see drunk fans like being shirtless and like having their flag painted on their chest. If you can't drink at the tournament, how is somebody going to have the confidence to do that? You know what I mean?
0: I agree with you. I, so agree.
1: I, I just think overall, this is going to be the worst world cup probably in the last 20 years.
0: No, I mean, I think, I think it's going to date back to like a longer time than that. I think the fan experience isn't going to be as good uh, as it's ever been, I, I think it's not even going to be close. I think a lot of people are going to have a horrible experience, especially with the things that are going on with homophobia in Qatar, right? Where there's this fear that people will get arrested if they, you know, people of the same sex end up holding hands and you know kissing in public and and stuff like that. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I think you know, and we we're both on the same page as this. I think the biggest candidate for a nation to be able to be the host of the World Cup is that they should have good humanitarian rights. And people should not fear for their lives or be concerned while they're here in a major event where there's going to be you know, thousands and thousands of people there. So I totally agree with you on the fan experience. I, I don't think it's going to be as good. I don't know if the games are going to be as good, like you said, because it's a winter World Cup. And I would not be surprised if they don't do, you know, a World Cup like this for a while. For a while. Yeah. I think it's going to be way more of a disaster than FIFA has anticipated. And I totally agree with you. And I don't think this is a hot take, to be quite honest with you. I think this is going to be a very popular opinion, especially before the event and while it goes on. Yeah. All right, Lucas. I think we've. I mean, we basically hit almost an hour. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about?
1: Nah, dude. We covered it off perfectly. I, I think that was a great conversation. I. Uh, I mean, talking about it got me excited. But exactly. again, I'm still not excited because I. I don't know what to expect. There's gonna be a lot of uncertainties given that it's in the middle of the tournament, uh, middle of the uh, calendar in terms of the football season itself. Like so much going on. But it's going to be enjoyable because, like you said, there's going to be sports on constantly. There's going to be a soccer game on. And then in a second TV, you'll have a football game on. Like, it's going to be uh, incredible.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that 100%. And I'm interested to see what ends up continuing to happen here with the events that unfold. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of crazy stories, especially associated with the fans in Qatar. And I wouldn't be surprised if there are, you know, hundreds of arrests, not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, I think with that being said, I think we can conclude our World Cup preview. I'm sure we will be back once the club season kicks off again. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. And I guess you enjoy them friendlies. I don't know what to say. Enjoy
1: them friendlies. (laughs) See you guys next
0: week.